Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Uh, we just went over the NFLPA player rankings of their teams. And in some cases, you might think, well, that's great. Good for them. And as I mentioned to Dan, the Minnesota Vikings rated very highly on, on everything and, and good for the Minnesota Vikings. Then again, you have to convince players that Minnesota in the wintertime is a great place to be. <laughs> it's, a, it's a heck of a sell. It's, well, it definitely is. When your entire city is known for the fact that it has catwalks connecting everything so together, you so you don't outside. have to go outside, yeah, that yeah. kind of tells you what you Which need to know. Which they do. It's really cool. It is. They're second overall in the NFL. So good for them. The Dallas Cowboys, high, highly rated as well. Good for them. It's, it's just... Um, it's tough. Cowboys are twelfth. So but, our, our X mentions powered by Scheiben Jewelers, yeah. it's Premier Jewelers store, and you can always send a message to the show at CLE Talking Heads, like Craig does here, asking, saying, "Did the Vikings make the playoffs?" No, they get they get better grades if they were soft on them. Well, if that's of course they had a quarterback with a torn Achilles and a stud wide receiver who was injured, and they unloaded a huge chunk of that defense on top of it because Quasi Adolfo Benson came in and kind of cleaned house. And did a whole bunch of different stuff. They were in the process of a rebuild, hoping for the best. And Jordan Addison seems to be coming along and playing well. If the case came down to nice facilities equal no playoffs, then they would throw a whole bunch of rusty barbells into the shack from Rocky Four, And everybody would hush and you'd get over it because the goal is to make the playoffs and get that sweet, sweet playoff money. Like... <laughs> I don't think A correlates with B the way that you want it to. With all that said, if you want to draw the conclusion that players are extremely pampered, well, they're the investment that ownership makes. That, I mean, that's the product. Yes, they're pampered. Should they be pampered? Yes, they should be. But players obviously enjoy being pampered, and I guess why wouldn't you? With that thought in mind, it's real clear that Caleb Williams, the USC quarterback, is going to be the number one overall pick in the draft. And after GM spoke yesterday at the Combine, it's real clear that the uh, Bears are looking to move Justin Fields if that opportunity presents itself. That's pretty clear. So Caleb Williams will more than likely be their starting quarterback. If you want pampered, do you have to actually have a resume in the NFL <laughs> or, can, or can you go ahead and just ask for it coming in? Because, Dan, it appears that that's what Caleb Williams' father is doing here. So, Kalen Kaler put out a really good piece on The Athletic all about Caleb Williams and all the different things that are going on with him. Of course, he is looking to pretty much be 1-1. Uh, the thing that's interesting about it is Pro Football Talk had a piece 
a lot earlier on in the year where he said um, his dad has basically taken the, the ropes of negotiating everything for him. And it seems like his dad is the one who is a lot of times in the middle of what's going on. He doesn't have an agent. And his dad is, of course, a good gentleman. He by the doesn't name of, have an agent. Right. His, he is a guy by the name of Carl Williams is the name. Now, he's in an interview with GQ earlier. He basically said that the draft process, he, he thinks about the draft process the way that I do. So I kind of agree with the guy where he said, quote, the worst possible team, the worst organization in the league because of their desire for parity gets the first overall pick. Yes. Not necessarily Preach. true because Preach. the Bears made a trade. Jeff. Jeff. Bears weren't good, but let's be honest, they Jeff. didn't they didn't earn the number one pick. They they made a trade for it. Jeff. Well, I'm I'm sorry. I let the fact get in the way of something. Forgive me. Sure. You found congratulations. You found the caveat to the rule. Now let's look at years previous. Well, shall we were we? talking about Caleb Williams in particular. Ask Terry Bradshaw about that. Ask Troy Aikman about that because they'll tell you exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. Well, why did I go there? Because they needed me. Uh-huh. And, and, and I had no choice. Right. And, and Eli Manning and Philip Rivers and all of the other different sure. things that have taken place in between there because we had no choice. But it, again, that's another conversation for another day when it comes to the draft. But the big thing that Carl has been doing is he is trying to get around the rookie wage scale somehow because, of course, everything is slotted now. So there's no real negotiations that take place of guys. You know, the, the monster contracts of the past where these rookie quarterbacks were some of the highest paid players in the league is gone. It's Sam all, Bradford was the last guy. Exactly. It's all scaled now. And so one of the things that Carl has been doing as he's been talking to teams has been bringing up ways to get around the rookie scale. One of those being having a partial stake in some of the teams. That's silly. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. That's silly. Uh, good for Carl Williams. You know, if you're slotting salaries, do you really need to give four percent of it to an agent? You know, I mean, you're—that's my question. You're pretty much going to get what you're going to get. Yeah, you only really and it's need an be agent. Pretty darn good. Yeah, you need an agent for probably marketing or well, um, and you advertising. Can, and you can hire those guys. You don't. You don't really have a need in this situation. I don't think to flat out give whatever percentage, and I think it's four right now, mm-hmm. 4% of your contract to an agent to get you the money that the NFL is going to give you anyway. Not to mention he's already been doing it for NIL, so it's not yeah. that much of a, a, yeah. a shift. So that that's interesting. Ownership stake in a team, not happening. A, it's illegal. You're not allowed to do that. And, and B, you've never played a snap in the National Football League and you want to own a piece of the Chicago Bears. Hey, more power to you. You can always ask. Right. But unless I'm completely mistaken, you know, Tom Brady wasn't allowed to own a part of a team when he played. Do you think we should allow that? No, absolutely not. Okay. Players play. Yeah, I was going to say why. Because they don't own the team. I mean, what? <laughs> I, I hate to no, be I that know, simple about it. They. <laughs> You, you, it was very you, blunt to me. You left. play football. How, how convoluted would it be if the quarterback owns 5% of the Chicago Bears and all of a sudden he's handing off to a guy who the ownership group has uh, is going to ask for a pay cut or something in the next contract talks? Hey, That's... man, talk talk to your partners. Let's go. 
I, I didn't think of that. That's why, are you gonna, why are you going to cut my pay? That's a real good point. Why are you cutting my pay? This lunch stinks. Get me a better lunch. I mean, you threw three interceptions last game. You can at least get me lunch. That's why, among other reasons. That I did not think of it through that lens. Thank you. you. That's, a, that's a good one. Thank you. Jim's I, in Strongsville. Jim. What's happening, Jim? Hey, guys. Listen, I am not touching Caleb Williams for the 20-foot hole. I, I understand everybody and their brother thinks he's the best thing since sliced bread. I saw a guy that regressed in his career. When things were going bad, he looked the worst and sounded the worst, and his body language was the worst. That's not the leader that you want for a team in the NFL. That's just I'm, I see a guy that improvises a lot, holds the ball too long, never throws the ball on time. I'm just I'm not seeing it. Maybe, you know, like look at last year. You look at the draft last year, the kid from Alabama was the same way. His worst year was his last year. The whole undersized thing. I just I think NFL teams fall in love with certain certain traits and they just can't get past it. And this then his dad asking for ownership. Yeah, okay, listen, you're not the Andrew Luck, you're not you're not the best thing. You're just not that good. Who are you to ask for ownership and that the NFL would somehow or other there's got to be a rule somewhere even against that. So there is. I don't want the head. I don't want the headache. Of, I don't want the headache of the dad. And again, guys, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know. You tell me. When things started going bad at USC last year, did you see a guy that was lifting the team up, or did you see a guy that was sulking and looked like excuses were everywhere? And you know, he was just going with the flow. I don't know if the leader of your franchise could be a dude that just goes with the flow. Yeah, I mean, Jim, you're 100% right, and a lot of people have said that on numerous occasions with Caleb Williams. is like he's a great quarterback, but he's not a leader of a team. And can you be a can you be a great quarterback and not be the best leader and have your team turn around and succeed? And I have well, I no idea. I even the great quarterback point, Dan. Like, I mean, look at the numbers from this year. He had his worst year. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and Jim, that that's, that's scary, Jim. Some of that, yeah, and, and there's they made a whole bunch of excuses. Some of it they pointed to, to Cliff Kingsbury's offense. Some of it they pointed to Lincoln Riley. Some of it they pointed to, you know, there's, there's always excuses, losing Jordan Addison being a part of it, too. And you can make a whole bunch of excuses, but you're right. You would watch him sometimes, and you're like, boy, this looks real clunky. And then he would pull something out, and you'd be really impressed. And we're now in this draft cycle. I think Chase Daniel did a really good breakdown on him where he's like, this is the stuff evaluators are looking for. And it was a whole video of Caleb Williams going, okay, my first option isn't there. My second option isn't there. Boom, here's my third option. And doing it so quickly with really, really good graphics so that someone who's dumb like me can understand. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. That's true, but he's showing how many examples out of how many plays. Right. I mean, look, exactly. I, I, can go find, I can go find 10 good examples of somebody doing things really well. Without question. There might, be, there might be 150 examples out there when you just fell apart and didn't do it right at all and threw a pick. So, I mean, that's, that's where I kind of come out at it. I mean, like I said, what do I know? I don't know anything about quarterbacks, but 
I just don't like the body language alone. All right, Jim. Thank you very much. Yeah. Dave, Dave's in Broadview Heights. Hi, Dave. All right, Dave. Hi, guys. How you doing? Great. Hope we're doing well. I didn't call to talk about Caleb Williams, but I, I'm kind of. I think Jim's spot on with that call. I, I I would not touch him either. I'd just stay away. But I wanted to talk about the uh, about the Browns and the grades. Sure. So I thought some people made some good points. One of the things, though, it would be tough for a player to be really truly honest about an owner, unless you're giving him an A, for fear that maybe that gets back. You know, it's one thing to criticize someone's facilities, but to criticize an owner. And and to see that the Browns didn't do too well in the ownership category, and you know, I, I hold the ownership responsible for things like, you know, the cafeteria or not having a good weight room. I mean, that's on the owner. He's He's been the owner a long time. He's got mm-hmm. enough money. He should have better facilities. But I, I just wanted to roll that into, because I was really interested, and I didn't really hear anyone talk about it, but what Brian Hoyer said about, about in response to the Johnny Manziel situation, where Johnny was talking about not getting a lot of help from him, and he said, Hoyer said he had animosity towards Ray Farmer and Jimmy Haslam because they were always trying to push them ahead. All right. And, Dave, you know, I'm, kind of, I, I'm, I apologize for what I'm about to say with that whole thing. Man, that's ancient history. We're talking about something that happened 15 years ago. I, mean, I know, but it's the same owner who meddles, and that's that's the only year he didn't meddle was COVID when he wasn't allowed to meddle, and then this year when his when his quarterback, which I believe he's the one who jammed the quarterback down, the coach, because he, he, he doesn't seem like the coach or the uh, GM's quarterback. And I'm just saying, don't don't count our, uh, our, our trophies just yet, because I think if we're stuck with this quarterback – we're not going anywhere. Dave, and thank I think you very it's much. All on Jimmy. All right, Dave. Thank you. And we'll see, Dave. I'm, I'm sorry to anyone out there who is interested in the the Johnny Manziel Brian Hoyer feud that has been going on for 15 years. Uh, hi, my name is Dan Manigan, and I don't care. And, I, and this Dan is and ancient I, history. Dan and I man. talked about this yesterday, and we both felt exactly the same way about it. I, I, I don't want to hear anything from Johnny Manziel yep. about his time in Cleveland other than, boy, did I screw it up. Exactly. That's, I had opportunities and I blew them. That's all I want to hear. And all I want to, and, and on the Brian Hoyer side of all of this stuff as well is, hey, I went on and had a great career. I love, you know, I enjoyed my time in Cleveland. It was a little tougher than I would like it to be, but I exactly what he said. I was there to win a starting job. I will help you along the way, but I'm not here to babysit you, which is the subtitle, or, or I shouldn't say subtitle, but the basically cliff notes of what took place in that interview. And Brian's awesome. He's been on the show. I would love to have him on again and get his insight of how the league works and how everything operates. Brian's fantastic and he's doing a great job in media and that stuff. But this whole thing, man, he wants a career in it. He'll do well. This whole thing. I just don't care. By the way, number one ranked team all the way around in the players association poll, the Miami dolphins. And interesting. Just so you know, they didn't receive anything lower than an A minus. Interesting. In anything. And only two of those. Congratulations to your Miami Dolphins. So they got that going for them, which is nice. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 